Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, taking a detour away from the brands, products, packages, startups in the CPG and retail space. We're bringing in one of my good friends who's got an amazing new book. Um, You're going to love this content today, whether you're a guy or gal, and whether you're in leadership or you're wanting to be um, an influencer and really make a difference in your life. You're going to love this today. Tony DeLuisa is on with me today. He is the author of The Journeyman Life, The Not-So-Perfect Path to a Life Well-Lived, Tony, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Justin. It's really good to be here. I'm I know. Well, so spin this. I, I know. I'm excited. You actually have been on before with your wife. I, I so great <laughs> to have you back on. But that was like literally several hundred episodes ago. Yes. And thank Isn't you that for crazy? having me back. Oh my god, so cool. And we were talking about totally different topics then. Um, yeah, it's so exciting to have you back on. You're like one of a handful of people that have been on our show twice. And so um, it's really, I know it's so cool. I'm excited. (laughs) And I was excited to see your new book coming out. When I saw it, I was like, Oh my God, you got to come on and talk about it. And I find the content so applicable. um, And our listeners will find that to be the case today. Um, Let's do this. Before we jump in, you know, why don't you share a little bit about your background? I was going to read some of the highlights of your bio, um, but I actually think you'd probably do a better job of summing up. I'd love for you to share just some of the things that you've done along the way, and then we'll get to the book. How about that? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, um, you know, most of my, most of the past 30 years have been in the sort of organizational consulting space. I'm an organizational psychologist. I work mainly with executive teams and executives uh, going through change, growing, developing, you know, staging companies. So that's the main thing I do. But obviously, in the process of doing that, you end up getting pretty deep uh, with individual leaders, both male and female. And so, you know, sort of my my real work is working with people, helping them to grow through the things they need to go through. Before that, and so I've had my own company and grew that as well. Before that, I was in education. I was an inner city high school principal and also worked at Yale at the Yale Child Study. As I was starting off for the first 10 years, I was more involved with families and and, uh, kids who uh, I was working more on a sort of uh, with the mostly disturbed kids. So kind of run full circle, but here I am now just sort of, you know, really interested in trying to come back around to um, helping men to move through these critical inflection points in their life. I love that. And I personally, I, I, the whole space of org psychology, we've talked about this before, but I find it fascinating for me. It's like a, I kind of wish, or maybe I might one day go back and get another degree in this space. So I found that it's so applicable to just about everything that you know I'm involved with, whether it be work, community, um, volunteer work. I, I feel like there's a component of that that I'm kind of craving and wanting to know more mm. about. You know what I mean? I just I, and I know it's been kind of the common thread all the way back to your your PhD and whatnot. But I mean, I, I feel like it's more important now than ever. It's fascinating stuff, and it it just you know I'm just so 
after you know 30 years in the field, I'm just more excited about it now than I ever have been. Quite honestly, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. I love a, that. There's no. There's, there's just a deep, deep hole that goes deeper and deeper. Well, I, I love that, and uh, we could spend the whole podcast talking about that. And we actually talked about that before we record. <laughs> um, but you hear about your new book. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, you've done a lot of writing, though. I mean, this is you know you've got content you've published over the years, and and you've you know you, you've been known in this space. Um, where did this book come from, The Journeyman Life? You know, where did the idea come from? Was this something that was like a recent idea, or something developed over time? What did that look like? Yeah, well, it was. Yeah, I don't know if if, you, if most people like this, but I kind of have a I have a list of books that I want to write, and uh, this was <laughs> always on the uh, forefront. Um, but I really had to get enough courage to do it and have enough you know time to do it. And certainly, I did it during the pandemic. But I wrote sure. it because it's really been you know the idea of the journey of a man's life, my own life, and yours, and our, our listeners has been really my application. I mean, it is my passion. I love it, whether it be working with people in professional settings or personal, that journey is something I am passionate about. I love it. I thrive on it. And I also was fueled by it because of my own challenges in my life to uh, to try to be the best person I could be. I felt like I needed to learn. And so this idea was to really pull together everything I've learned and I need to practice myself, but it, I think it really gives a roadmap for, for men. I love that. Yeah. Journeyman's transformation learning journey that guides you through deep, practical, and precise process to improve your life as a man in the modern world, process designed for men who want to improve the quality of their life and relationships, develop oneself professionally, or accelerate meaningful change through the struggles of day-to-day life. Okay. So I read that and I'm like, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm interested. Although I bet some guys might be a little scared. Totally. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know if I need that, right? Um, yeah. Well, I was, I was, uh, I, you know, I, I'm imagine, <laughs> I was imagining that. But nevertheless, there is a group right. of people who are either scared or going through some real challenges and get into a place where they all of a sudden realize that they've come to the doorstep of change. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's hard stuff. I was thinking about it when I was doing the research on the book before we got uh, on Zoom today. I was like, uh, it's just interesting because I'm sure that you'll have both. Uh, all right. So give us the roadmap of the book. Like, you know, talk us through the structure okay. and, and what's your, like, how does it work? You know what I mean? Is it because yep. I've got, we'll walk, and we'll talk about your transformation steps and whatnot okay. um, as well. But give us kind of the high level roadmap, then we'll start walking through. Okay. Well, first, the first thing I want to say is that, you know, the book is the, the 10 chapters are designed to take you through this sort of progression of, of understanding and application. Um, but the, the caveat is um, you don't have to go through the whole thing. You can, you can piece it out. There's a lot of really cool, good tools and processes that you can parse out. So uh, it is a bit overwhelming in a way to think about really transforming yourself, but it's hard work and it's also real work. So sure. the way I organize it is it starts off with the story of you, which is essentially chapter one, which talks about the sort of how you see yourself and both your external self and your internal self. I call that the story of you and getting clear about what that is becomes the impetus for change. The second part is beginning your journey, which is essentially, uh, you know, kind of you grappling with the idea of, can I, should I, do I really want to take this on? Because it's no small feat. 
Wow. We kind of move into uh, the notion of the inner self because even though the inner self is something we all kind of skirt away from, it is really the um, the place that needs needs the most change and the place that is the genesis of most outward change. Um, and then we get into sort of these voices that we have inside of ourselves that are based on core beliefs that drive our behavior. And um, then we start, the second half of the book is really organized more around sort of solutions and ways that you can build skills and build an operating system that has some legs to it. And the last part of the book is about um, how to achieve lasting change and what's at stake for us as men, both individually and as a, as a group of, of, in our society. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Um, you also have a good, you know, like any good uh, application book, a model, which I really like, uh, the five stages of transformation. They include outer reality, inner reality, uh, charting your course, realization, and then kind of what's beyond that. Talk about that model and what's in each of those components. Yep. Well, obviously, um, the outer reality is really kind of where we all start. It's like we diagnose what we need from the outside in. And that's the outer part. So we actually have on our website, we've got a couple of assessments you can take. One looks at the outer and one looks at the inner. So that's kind of a good starting point, along with for you, anybody listening, you know, sort of like you're noticing if things aren't really working so well, either in your relationships at work, in your leadership, in your, um, in your health, et cetera. Those are indications that you might want to do something differently. Um, otherwise, you're just going to keep doing the same thing. But where that outer self, um, even though you diagnose and you see the symptoms outside, the root causes on the inside. So the inner self is the, sort of the second part of, of where, where, we, where we go. And then obviously you have to be able to build skills and you have to change something, you know, to achieve change. So what, you know, you've got to, got to start looking at the world differently. And that's really what that third stage. And then the fourth stage is where you actually sort of put it into action the realization. Sure. And the last stage is really where you start to consolidate and you say, how can I make this a part of my regular life? And how can I build in support and, and um, from, from people who are loved ones in my family and other, other important people? Wow. Love that. Um, and like I said, it's always good to have a structured model. Um, when I was going through the book, I saw, and I'm right now we're at the beginning uh, parts of the book, one, and you mentioned assessments. Um, as you jump in, the, the first part of the book, there's it's a, a, a chapter or a section called The Journey into Your Reality. So it's really getting to know yourself and kind of introspective. Uh, talk about th this. You've got an assessment tool here. The Life Well Lived looks like instead assessment. So what is that? How does that work? Yeah. So again, I, you know, the, the first part, the first assessment is really you looking at sort of these pieces of your life. You could look at the uh, health piece. You could look at the happiness piece. You could look at the professional piece. You could look at your relationship piece. You can look at your family. You can look at your spiritual life. And you could ask the question, how am I doing in, in those? And maybe what, a lot of times what we find is that we're really good in a couple of them, but some of them are not, aren't doing so well because it's so hard to balance those things in our lives. And so when we look at those and we get that snapshot, then we can, we have to go inside and, and look more deeply. And, the, and so that inner assessment is really much more, um, it's much more, it's much more sort of intricate and 
sort of new territory for most of us to look inside, especially for men, Justin. You know, men, sure. men aren't as used to doing that. We kind of define, everything's defined on the outside, right? <laughs> right, right. So true. <laughs> I, I do, yeah, I totally agree. And that's, I, I think it's like, you got to step into this, so you know what I mean? to And allow it to kind of like, kind of have have this impact on you you know what i mean that's what i think is exciting about exactly this. you're looking at you're look it's a very personal journey it's like you're looking at for yourself i'm just giving you sort of some tools to rip yourself open and you know take a look at yourself kind of like you'd be if you're going through a, a you know a scan like you know of right. your body it's like i i say i lay myself on the table for a diagnosis i, I use right. myself as part of that i wanted to share one other thing justin and maybe you were going to ask me about this but let me just make sure Part of the diagnosis are these three stories that I talk about. Did you want to go there? Yeah, please. Okay. I'd love so that. That'd be great. In the first chapter, the story of you, basically, and I think, you know, this is a really cool way of thinking about yourself, would be that first story is sort of the persona. It's like when you ask me, who am I, Tony? You know, I I define myself in terms of maybe my marriage or my work or maybe the accomplishments that I've had. I'm, I, I'm a sportsman. I play sports. I, you know, that's how I define myself. And so when we tell people, when we go to a party and we have people say, well, who, you know, tell me about yourself. Well, that's your persona you're talking right. about, right? Sure. But the second story is what we call the hidden self. And the hidden self is your private self. It's the story okay. that only you dialogue sometimes with, with yourself. You may do that with a significant other if you're feeling really open and safe or with a with with, with other people in your life, but it's, we're not as facile with that uh, because it has some parts of us that we don't always want to share and that are quite quite sort of intimate if you will. Uh, and then the third cell, the third story that we could tell and craft is a story of our future self, the self that sort of is the integration of the two that if I really think about who I want to be, what is that? So when when we talk about assessing ourselves, that's a really good way to do that. I love that. Yeah. I kind of feel like the first uh, part of the book is around like assessing myself inside, outside, and like identifying gaps. You know what I mean? I feel like it's Mm -hmm. like a putting my consulting head on like current state, what future state or what do I want to be? And then what are the paths to get there? Right. That's kind of like, I don't know. Totally. Totally. And I, you know, and I think, we often sort of muse about that or we might, you know, daydream about it. But this is really like, this takes you through a very precise way of doing that. And I feel like I need that. I know my clients need that. I need it. I love it. Okay. So um, jumping ahead a bit into we're starting to get into the solutioning part of your book, you talk about GITWs. You have to define that for our group. Um, but what happens in this section, and guys, don't cringe, but I think this is pretty cool. It's like helping you go from numbing emotions to leaning into your feelings and emotional influency from addiction to adoption of values from the tough guy to being vulnerable. Like, I mean, so talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really the, I mean, that's the persona, right? That's the masculine archetype. Um, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm you know, very competitive, very, <laughs> I'm going to fix know, the driven, problem. Want to fix the problem. But the real answer is sort of the balance of Justin, the uh, masculine energy, which is great. And the feminine energy, which is softer and more understanding, more empathic. So the idea is the things that get 
GITWs are the things that get in the way. They, they, the things that get in the way, like, so we want to be, we want to achieve certain things, but things get in the way. Well, what are those things? Well, they seem to be on the outside, but they're really inside here. So those things that get in the way are really those inner voices, those core beliefs that we kind of grew up uh, that have sort of been in our operating system. And we don't even, we're not even aware of them. They just operate automatically when we are going so fast and they take us down, in my experience, I can give you many examples, and I'm happy to do that, of times when I get taken down. It, in order to counteract them, we have to be very conscious. And, it's very, and, and I'm not just talking about, I mean, we're talking about things that can really have an impact on your leadership, where you can, you can create some dead bodies in places you didn't want to have them. <laughs> sure. You know, we can talk about uh, failed relationships. We can talk about alienating your kids. These are things that happen when you're when you're operating from a less conscious place. Well, yeah, and that, that obviously challenging. And what GWIT things that things that get in the way, they, Got it. They I get love it. in the way of your the impact and the you know the life that you want to live. Got it. Love it. Yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, G. G-I-T-W. I think I might have spelled that wrong. G-I-T-W's get in the way. Get Things the way. get in the way. Yep. Um, okay. So then as you continue, you know, and 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 as as a guy listening that's thinking about this, like, what is it you want them to, you know, as they're working their way through this, what is it you want them to feel as they're experiencing, you know, your content, your stories, mm-hmm. and your models? Mm-hmm. Well, one thing, you know, one thing would be that it is possible to improve my lot. I mean, it, it it's real, you know, real optimistic. It's, you know, so that's one thing. I'd say the second thing is it's not going to happen by tinkering and coming up, you know, kind of picking up, a, you know, this idea and that idea. It really, it, it's deeper than that. To get real lasting change, you have to go, you have to be willing to pay the price. So there is a transformative aspect to it, Justin. I would say those two things are pretty important. And then maybe the third one is, that um, in order to 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 do this, um, it, it's going to have a pretty significant. It, it has the potential of having a significant impact on the trajectory of your life, like mm. like significant impact. Like when you don't take yourself on in the way I'm talking about, you kind of go down the path, and you uh, you well, you can see for many men midlife crisis divorce, uh, health problems, addiction. These are all sort of things that we all face, but they're really things that can be, can be dealt with very, very, uh, you know, very successfully. Um, sure. If we, if we're willing to do, to do the work and that, that's what I think the main message from this book is. Love that. Um, as we get towards the end of the book, we, we start um, looking at implications and the kind of the next steps in an application. You talk about moments of truth. You talk about the power of intention. Mm. Um, share with us some of those elements and, and why they're important here and how they would be applied in your, your model. Yep. So I think intentions are a really good one. So there's really sort of, there's really, I think, two ways you can, you can sort of address some of the shortcomings you have. One of them is by noticing when something is about to take us down. I call them the moments of truth. You're, there's some kind of a situation is presented to you 
and you go to your automatic roadmap that says, here's how I react, and your unconscious uh, clicks in and you are in, driven into a script that is driven by something that's was developed in you when you were at another point in your life. And the idea of a moment of truth is if you could slow yourself down and create a different narrative and insert some values that are more uh, thoughtful in your life, um, that you could have a different response. And that's a very powerful notion. It's, it really is what distinguishes us from all other animals, our ability to discern and, and be creative. So that's one thing. And then I think uh, for me, I every day I have a practice where in the morning when I do my quiet time and prayer and intention setting where I have to really remind myself of what's important to me. For some people, that might be reading the Bible or scripture. For some people, it might be meditating. For some people, it might be just affirming values. And for me, that's what I do uh, to, to remind myself of what, what's important to me. I love that. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, you got to have your own routine, right? I've got exactly. one and, um, and it's evolved over time. Um, you, you also, with this book, provide a workbook, which I think is pretty cool, mm. the journeyman workbook. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not every book comes with that. So what's inside and how does that work yep. for the reader? Yeah. What, what, matter of fact, we just, just finished it and it's going to be, you know, kind of uh, available um, to, to, to pair along with the book, what I, it, what it does is it actually takes um, the lead, the reader or a group of, of 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 men through a structured process to actually uncover each of the sort of steps in the transformation process. So it has sort of some original content, some content from this book, but also then has exercises that allow you to actually take yourself through the sort of journaling and introspective um, assessment, try some things out and actually, hopefully it's best done, Justin, I find from actually working in a small group or working with another person. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's what I was going to say. Like it helps to have, I don't want to see a peer or mentor, exactly. but accountability. Exactly. Person, accountability right? partner. Absolutely. That's when we really can go deeper, I think, you know, so I'm actually uh, going to be launching uh you know, some group men's groups of uh, eight who are going to want to kind of go through this. It's a, about an 11 session, one and a half hours each uh, sort of journey through the journeyman uh, life approach. Mm. That's yeah. cool. And can they be anywhere? We'll be virtual. Yeah, it'll be virtual. Um, oh, that's cool. I'm also doing, you know, I've had some people ask me to do some uh, sort of one day and weekend things I'm doing with some groups, even leadership groups, for example. Oh. Very, very cool. Um, books just coming out this year, uh, 2022, early this year. Um, in fact, just came out. It's already on Amazon. Um, so, you know, as, as you think about the process, I always love to ask authors, you know, that how long did it take? You know, was it, <laughs> this an easy write? Was it <laughs> something that you had all the content and it took a while to put, you know, a lot of people listening have even thought about writing a book or have written a book. You know, like, I always like to get yeah. some reference point on that. Yeah, yeah. It's a very good question. It's quite... It's an amazing process. I just, I was enamored with it. And I did it during the pandemic. So that was kind of cool. So um, I had had the idea for a long time um, of this, you know, kind of journey. And I, once I kind of, you know, got the contract and and decided to do it, uh, you know, I really took about, I think maybe, I don't know, three months to actually craft an outline. And I had a very specific outline 
you know, that ended up being these... <laughs> three months to craft an outline. I yeah, love it. Yeah, really. Some that people was... thought you were going to say three months to write the book. Yeah. And that was uh, that was the hardest part, really, to kind of figure out, well, what do you really want to put in this? Sure. And what's your, what is your point of view? Like, what's your point of view? Like, what do you really believe and and you, you, you're you willing to put on the line here? And then, you know, I, I just sort of opened myself up and every day I decided I was going to write... Um, you know, I think it was, I can't remember the number, exact number of words, but let's say a thousand words, you know? And, Got it. So you set a goal. Yep. I just set a goal and I had a topic and I just went for it. I had, you know, done, I would often have some research that I was bringing in or things I wanted to. And I literally just every day and before I knew it was done, it was amazing. And that's, the coolest awesome. thing about going through a process like that is um, it's kind of like you're writing a series of like 10 or 15 three or four or five page papers, but they have some thread through them. And I, I just found it such a beautiful process to sort of go through to actually, if you want to learn about something, write about it. Totally agree. <laughs> or teach it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Teach it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because you have to learn it and then you start refining your own message that's around right. it. I mean, yeah, that's right. I and mean, I, I think yeah. the other thing, Justin, is, you know, having written it, like my niece said to me the other day, oh, don't you feel really good that you wrote it and it's out now you can rest. Well, I didn't like that because now I really want to birth it into the world. Right. That's, I want it, that's a whole commercialize piece, it. right? It's kind <laughs> right. of like your brand marketing piece. Totally. Now I need to. Like, here's my book. Yeah. Now here's the baby. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's make it live. And so totally. I'm, I'm actually it. really excited about this particular phase. It's really cool. Yeah. And and everyone has their own method and process. What I tell people is just start writing, just start putting content and word and, and you'll be amazed at how, um, over time it comes totally. together. Totally. Um, so cool. Uh, I always love to ask our guests, um, two or three of their biggest lessons learned. And a lot of times I'll ask them like from an entrepreneurial perspective, but instead on this one, I'd love to hear as you've met with people, as you've talked about this topic, as you've collected research, you know, what were two or three of the biggest like ahas that you noticed in putting this content together and or in, in actually using it as, as you've seen it work? Like what would be two or three of the biggest things you've seen come out of this? Well, one thing is it's humbling. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, Another thing was you have to be courageous. And that's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. But, you know, and I'd say the third thing is I came at it from a real mission. And I know that's a little bit cliche, but I really did. I mean, my mission, and if you read the book, in the latter part of the book, I talk about sort of what I really wrote this book for was to uh, to um, put ideas on paper that I wanted to leave as a legacy for my grandkids that I wanted to, but it's really not only for them. It's really for, I think the consolidation of, of many men who sort of, uh, and to bypass some of the things that I had to go through. I mean, I spent my whole life learning about the things in this book piece by piece. Sure. So I think, um, so having a passion and having a mission is something that really fueled it for me. Um, but it is all of those things. It is all of sure. those things. And, and, uh, and I think now, I think the other thing that I'm learning about is, you know, how to be with it in the world. Um, like 
this conversation. <laughs> right. It's it. great. So much fun. Um, and so great having you back here with us. Uh, and, you know, and we got to come back and let's talk some org psych um, or IO psych. Um, all right, Tony, share with our audience where they could find you, connect with you, buy the book, read about the book, everything. Yep. Well, it's www.thejourneymanlife.com for the website. Obviously, uh, The Journeyman Life um, is the not-so-perfect path to a life well-lived is on Amazon, um, certainly there. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to connect with people. You can connect with me through the website. And, uh, you know, as I said, you know, if you're interested, if you read the book and you really get interested in wanting to do more with it, we're just sort of getting going with the uh, groups to apply this. Really, really cool. Love that. Well, man, it's been so great having you back on. Um, what great content. What I mean, I think a lot of people need it. And it's one of those things. It's a good timing for it. I actually think interesting timing given, you know, coming out of COVID and whatnot and people looking for ways to be better. So I think it's, exactly. it, it's, it's really great. And I really appreciate you being here. I'm pleased to hear that, Justin. It's been great to be with you again. And thank you for having me. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.